Okay, you just said something that reminded me of something else that was funny that we talked about in Debbie on our way up. What? Our matching haircuts when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's Let's spiky paint the picture. Okay. okay. Did you do zigzag parts? Oh, yeah. Okay, picture this. Zigzag part through the middle of your head or a pin perfect straight line. Yeah. Right? Mine was more like three quart. Like mine wasn't centered. Okay, mine was because I have a brutal cowlick and I had to do the zigzag to avoid that. Okay. Actually, maybe I did kind of part off to my cowlick. It's a beauty. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's, I can't do center parts ever in my head. I was thinking center part for you because I have a photo of you from grade seven, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. The spiky hair and the braces, like that's really a look. It was a vibe. No, no you know what the look was? Is the gel slicked hair yeah. down to the sideburns. And then the inch long spikes all the way off the back of our heads. What were we thinking? I have no idea. <laughs> we, I love that we were soul sisters and didn't even know. We were soul sisters, but like, there were other people that had this haircut. Oh, 100%. But we just kind of rocked it. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. The Safe Haven has recently shapeshifted into a bi-weekly release with alternating bi-weekly releases of a segment called Road Trip, where Jennifer Porter and I have the kinds of chats that you'd have with a bestie on a road trip. When Jen came to visit, we drove up a logging road, you know, a typical Kootenai adventure, and took the recording gear with us to capture a fireside chat. The crackle sounds from the fire and the fresh air in our lungs had us in such a great space to record and we had such a blast. We're sure that you'll hear this amongst our chats about our dreams for our driver to catch a rainbow trout, Debbie the Beast, gratitude, the five-minute journal, cruise ships, and what styles Jen and I shared growing up in the 90s. For those of you who wonder how this all comes together and who edits this stuff, I get to do it. And let me tell you, I was howling through this one. So we hope that you get some laughs out of it too. Before we jump into today's drive, I wanted to remind you how much we would love it if you could follow The Safe Haven on your podcast app. Leaving a rating or writing a written review helps us reach more people and show other listeners and podcasters that we're legit. And every single one helps. So if you haven't done so, we'd appreciate it if you did. Here we go. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls. I actually I can't stop laughing already because he's just going to be like watching us record, which is so, we're funny. We are. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm more serious now. Okay. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls with a huge passion for travel and chasing the unordinary. You know those podcasts that you listen to that you feel like you're hanging out on the couch with a friend or on a long road trip chatting with your bestie? That's what we've created and want you to come along for the ride. Sometimes it'll just be us, and other times we'll pick up a friend along the way for some additional insights. With each road trip episode, we'll be sharing a variety of insights and perspectives, messages, and stories from our lives. Sometimes we may cry, but we will laugh way more, honoring every emotion that comes up authentically. That is what road trips with your besties are for. So grab a snack, pop in those earbuds, and buckle up. Ooh, we had to buckle up to yeah, get here today. Yeah, we did. We did have to buckle up. And the crackle around us right now, like we're not actually in the van this time. We're actually sitting beside Debbie. Yeah, we have a new vehicle today. 
She's a beast. She's a beast. And yeah, I mean, let's talk about how we, let's talk about like where we are right now. Okay, you go. Well, I mean, I'm somewhere I've never been before in my life, Mm -hmm. which those are the, these are the places that I absolutely love. I'm staring at a tree that has a sign on it that says Kimball. (laughs) And behind me, there is a trapper's cabin. In front of me is this beautiful alpine lake Mm -hmm. and a crackling fire. So, I mean, life's pretty darn good. Life is good. Oh, also in my left hand, I got a little red solo cup of sparkling. (laughs) We are living the dream. We are living the dream. We're literally in the middle of nowhere, not an ounce of reception, not even another human besides our driver. Who's going to catch us dinner, hopefully. Apparently. <laughs> rainbow trout. They're really old. Only- hey, can I put in a request for a rainbow trout? <laughs> done for. Do rainbow trout even live in this lake? Yes. Oh, okay. But they're kind of small. An amuse-bouche? And a what? Amuse-bouche. It's like sh- An amuse-bouche is like um, when you're out for like a really fine dining dinner, you get like a little sample of something and it's like a little taste of what's to come. Ooh, so, so it's like a very small, like a little bite of something. Okay. Well, Quite like, literally a bite. We like bites. Oh, we do. Yes. But the crackling fire, I think that this makes what the end of a road trip, our style, is. Oh, absolutely. It's funny. When we were talking about our upcoming road trip to Kelowna and through the Okanagan, the first thing I said is, well, can we camp here? I know. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah. We're going to get an Airbnb. We're going to do that right. Yeah, we will do that right. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of the write-up? I've done this a bunch of times. What did you think? Um, I mean, there was points in time where I didn't look out the window because I couldn't see the, like, I just saw a huge, steep cliff down. And it was pretty bumpy. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, we had to stop a few times and patch up the road. I mean, we didn't. Our driver did. Yeah. Thanks, driver. Thanks, driver. Now catch us some dinner. But, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like, it's pretty incredible. You just take these roads and it leads you to this alpine lake. And here we are. Mm-hmm. No one is around. No one is around. We've got the camping couch. We've got our blankets on. We have mitts, toques, fire going, bubbly, podcasting, besties. We're here for it. We're here for it. This Do is we the need best day. No, no. Like, I mean, of course, I can think of a ton of useless shit that I could have here <laughs> oh I should have brought like tarot cards I was just gonna say I'm surprised that you didn't <sighs> put tarot in my beautiful basket that you oh this basket so we picked up this basket along the way and you have been talking about it non-stop well I love it but how good is it it's great I know just put everything in it so okay off the cuff what are five very simple things that bring you joy a good plant okay or greenery mm-hmm. a candle Yes. That smells cozy. Mm-hmm. A nice blanket. Um, a good book. Oh, yeah. A journal. And some sort of beverage. I think you're over five, but I'm into it. Yeah? Yeah. I, I lost count. I did too. Okay. I, I just feel like I was counting like, oh, wow. I, and then I stopped counting because I was like, all of these things are valid. I should have maybe added some food in there, like some, <laughs> oh, apples, apple caramel, apple brie. slices, baked brie, and caramel. That's happening later. Yeah. When we go down the hill. When we get down the hill. <gasps> okay, getting down that hill, I just- going to be entertaining. Uh, yeah. But what are your five things that bring you love, joy, and comfort? Well, the basket, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny, I was actually thinking about this the other day, because the most simple things that we have, and- 
this is like materialistic side of things. I recognize that because we've talked about gratitude and we've talked about things that we just naturally feel super grateful for. But when it comes to just the most simple actual things, physical things that bring me joy, my ring, my Pandora ring from New Zealand that I've had on since New Zealand, besides times that I've actually had to take it off, like barefoot water skiing or a surgery, I've had to take it off or cleaning it, obviously. But- barefoot skiing, <laughs> surgery and cleaning it. <laughs> so random. Yes, yes. There's quite a contrast there, isn't there? <laughs> we should touch on those points at an- another time. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> that basket, though, 100%. My moccasins. Aren't they mm. so cute? Yeah. I know. They're like little booty moccasins. Yeah. Yeah. Those. I really like those. Yes. These blankets. Oh, yeah. A good Mexi blanket. Or the wolf blanket that you like to cuddle up with when you're on my mm. bed. Yes. Yes. <gasps> I love a good bed. Yeah, good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But I think what we should touch on is how we're very grateful and can express a lot of gratitude to be able to have these things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've talked a lot about that, about how fortunate we are in our lives. Yes. So, okay, so let's talk about gratitude. I know having spent the long weekend together, we were able to kind of reminisce and we were able to talk about some things that we maybe miss or feel super grateful for. So... Oh, we were also loving the five-minute journal and the concept behind the five-minute journal. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah. Okay. So I got a five-minute journal when I was going through a breakup. Mm. And sometimes, you know, like I guess when your relationship ends and whatnot, you can kind of be hard on yourself as to like what I could have done. And it really turns into like a me, I, and like Ken sometimes Mm self-sabotage and I was listening to a lot of podcasts I was going on a lot of walks and listening to podcasts and it's very interesting because when you feel grateful for something or when you are expressing gratitude it's very hard to feel sad Mm. because it you really have to search for things that you are grateful for one time I was listening to this podcast it was the podcast is called earn your happy Mm. and I had to write a list of 50 things I was grateful for seems easy right no, it was like, it's it, not that it was difficult, but like, you know, I think it came down to like, I'm grateful for the clothes that are in my closet, mm-hmm. you know, and it started out with like, I'm grateful for my eyes, for my sight, for my legs that have taken me on incredible adventures, mm-hmm. my mind that has always guided me in the right direction, my intuition, like things like that. Mm-hmm. But when you have to be grateful and this five minute journal when you wake up in the morning and you think about three things you're grateful for day after day like sometimes it can be a stretch but I think that that's even part of the exercise is sitting with yourself and being like okay what am I grateful for today and exactly and not limiting to the three things that are the same every day because I think for anyone who doesn't know what the five minute journal is or how it's broken up you start your day with three things that you're grateful for something that would make today great and a daily affirmation I think it's three things that would make today great, too. I think you're right. It really, yeah, you have to think of, like, three things. And there's a process behind it. Like, it can't be something that you can't control. So, like, three things that would make today great if the sun shone. Is that, if the sun shone, if the sun shined? If the sun was out? If the sun said hello? Yeah, if the sun came out. And it's like, well, you can't (laughs) control that. So, the three things that would make today great is something that you have to be able to be in control of. Mm. So, you can't be in control of other people's actions. Right. You can't be in control of the weather. It's all comes from within. I love the concept behind it. And I also like that how on the bottom third of the page is actually kind of grayed out a bit. So that indicates just a nighttime ritual. Yeah. Of getting in, reflecting on the day. So three amazing things that happened today and something that would have made today better. 
or even better, whatever it is. Yeah. But the concept of the reflection and also projecting or that kind of simplicity of basic manifestation of what you would actually like to come out of your day. And because you've put some thought into it as you're beginning your day, subconsciously you're already actively thinking about the things that would make the day great, which I love. Have you ever read back in your five-minute journal? Yes. It's a scary place sometimes. (laughs) Well, actually, it's interesting because remember how you mentioned the other day about how you're an emotional writer? Oh, yeah. About how something like an email can, depending on how you're feeling, your tone can be very indicative of how you're feeling in that moment. My physical writing, and I think you mentioned that yours is too, is if I'm having a great day, it's often super neat and might have a happy face in it or a heart somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. If I am not doing well, it's chicken scratch. Same. Yeah. And it's interesting. I never knew that like, let's, let's define emotional writing, like Mm. not like writing a journal, but like the actual, like I'm emotional writer that like the style of Mm -hmm. my writing, but like the actual, when you look at the letters and like look at the way I'm writing, like sometimes it's really neat. And if it's really neat, yeah, generally I'm like having a really good day or not necessarily that, or like that my mind's not as scattered. Mm-hmm. Where like when my mind is scattered and there's like 19 different things going on and I'm like navigating like life's challenges, I'm like, it's chicken scratch. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yes. But the five minute journal, it's very, it puts things in perspective. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like when, when you sit down, like I, I challenge anybody listening to sit down and think about three things they're grateful for and like tell me you don't have a smile on your face or like, you know, hmm, life's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the 50 things though, because I think we could all just sit here as well and think that writing down 50 things that we're grateful for, especially on a good day when you're feeling it, I've done the same practice actually too, where you start and it's just, a lot of them start off super obvious or just they're the first things that come to mind. But part of that practice of jumping into the deeper things to get to 50 is a really beautiful thing to do. It's a really beautiful activity. Absolutely. And I mean, I think we could probably sit here where we are sitting right now in, in, at, Kimball, and think how grateful, I mean, I'm definitely thinking about how grateful I am to be able to live in BC. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I found this place or like... I'm really grateful that I stepped outside my comfort zone and took a risk. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still doing it. <laughs> I'm on a journey. You are on a journey. I'm always on a journey, though, because I think when I get super comfortable, it's kind of like a sign of okay, let's stir this up. Mm-hmm. Let's create some. Let's create some chaos, and like let's make some dramatic changes. Also, I want to point out that Mercury's in retrograde right now. And because Gemini, I'm a Gemini, ruling planet is Mercury. Really, I should start by like not making any rash decisions, like really keeping financial decisions, you know, at bay and da da da. Well, while Mercury is in retrograde, I've done a lot of things. Including like finally buy the Patagonia coat this morning while playing Catan. Yeah. Like we (laughs) we resigned from a job. We took a new job in a different location. Yep. Bought a new coat. (laughs) like man gee the coat was not cheap we're gonna take a quick pit stop here for gas so take a big stretch jump around grab something to nourish yourself with and enjoy a quick break while we fill up you promised yourself that if you were working super hard and that you scored the new job that that was going to be something that you brought with you and you scored the new job and now you got the coat 
Yeah. You thought long and hard about it, though, so applause to that. I mean, did I? <laughs> I can well, justify it. sounds like anything. it's been in your online card for a while. Well, it has been, and it's like, it tells me there's eight left, and then it jumps to 14, and then it goes down to seven, and like, today there was eight. I'm like, I'm literally gambling right now. <laughs> Make your heart race. Yeah, it definitely made my heart race. I'm like, should I buy it? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I just paid my credit card off. Like, oh. Let's talk about that. That in itself is a feat. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty stoked because <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to work pretty hard to pay that off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's I'm pretty excited about that. I like it. I'm yeah, I'm going into a new job completely debt free. Well, we have a car, but the soccer mom car, but doesn't everybody have car debt or house debt? I think everyone has some sort of debt. Absolutely. That's just kind of like adult debt, mm-hmm. but I don't have frivolous debt anymore. What is 2022 going to bring you when it comes to debts? Are you hoping to just continue saving and making bank or do you have any bigger purchases in mind? I have no idea. Right now my life is in six month increments. So as of May 2022, I don't have a job. My contract ends. Right. Which we've talked about. You still have options. Oh, I have a ton of options. Like, obviously, I'm going to have a job. But, like, there's nothing set up. Like, it's not like, okay, yeah. I don't know what May 20 or what 2022 brings. Like, the only really big purchase that I would next be buying is some sort of real estate. Mm. Which... I don't know. That to me, like, there's days where I'm like, yeah, of course I want to buy a house. A hundred percent. But then I'm like. The market and just BC in general is outrageous. It's it's outrageous. Like, yeah. And I mean, these places that I, like, I feel, I feel if I bought a house, I may not even ever step foot or know what it looks like or live in it. I have friends that live in Yuki and they have bought this year two houses out east because they're so cheap. And then rent them? And then they rent them out. They have a property manager and they just rent them out. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I and I mean, for instance, myself, like when I look at potentially buying a house, it's me, myself, and I right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not handy. I also really don't care enough to be. Like, it's not like I could look at and like do a bunch of DIY and, you know, get, like, it, it would be a very daunting task. So I need, like, when I'm looking to buy a house or a condo or whatever, I'm looking at more of a turnkey of it's pretty much move in ready mm-hmm. yeah what about you what are you thinking of buying well I think a vehicle is going to be my next thing I mean we're maintaining this Mazda we're doing well with it she's a beauty she's got her winter boots on now we're doing well but yeah that's just a story in itself I think upgrading the vehicle to something all-wheel drive especially for the terrain that we're driving on and camping on and everything out here the winters out here the passes traveling around through the mountains out here all-wheel drive makes sense but mind you that Mazda it's a five-speed front-wheel drive it is a little tank yeah yeah it's it's great I love it I just think practicality wise especially because of some of these mountain towns the windrows and just the size of the piles of snow when you're entering and exiting laneways and stuff it's very hard for the Mazda to actually see around these or above them and over them because she's tiny yeah Safety first. Safety first. And that's that's what led me to my soccer mom car is just a vehicle that was more conducive to my lifestyle, all-wheel drive. Mm. And I've got a good trunk space. I do not. Yeah. So, I mean, that helps. Mm-hmm. I also like 
we've been talking about your next steps with this job and two weeks on one week off type thing and being able to which is amazing by the way but the fact that you actually have a vehicle that's going to grant you the space to put a couple drawers in the back like just go to home hardware or canadian tire and buy some of those plastic drawer sets yeah of course but like socks and undies and base layers and everything for your adventures just extra stuff so that you can just be in adventure mode all the time I'm actually going to be in adventure mode all the time because all, like, I have, like, a tote of gear. And I'm really hoping that, like, I don't know. I don't have many expectations, but I'm also, like, I wonder if this is feasible. Or I wonder if that's feasible. Or, like, I wonder what a day in the life will actually look like. I wonder what type of people I'm going to work with. Like, I wonder what other hobbies I'm going to pick up. Am I going to become, like, a backcountry snowboarder? And, like, that's all I do is backcountry snowboard? But that's feasible. That's actually a reality. Yeah. You've got to take your mic with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have. <laughs> oh, I am just so excited. I know. You've got my wheels turning. I will be very honest there. It's it's something that sounds like you could, like we said, on the way up, bouncing around in Debbie. Debbie, this beast. Debbie. Weird. I know. She's so good. But we said bouncing up this logging road in Debbie that you actually, with all of these options that you have and then moving around that we can do anything for two weeks because you know you're going to be busting your butt for two weeks on one week off but also that you can do anything for six months like that's such a great timeline because let's just even say a month or two in it's a real grind and it's maybe not what you expected this is obviously going worst case scenario here because we already know that it's going to be great but then it's already down to five months and then four months like you can do this but how beautiful because we know it's going to go great you're going to have six fantastic months Making oh, great yeah. money, meeting cool people, doing new cool things. And I think like every two weeks, like like I say, like we can do everything for two weeks. And at the end of two weeks, it's like, okay, great. I've got a week off. And I mean, if I decide to R&R in Mexico, you don't do mind if I do. Have so, you been to Mexico? Oh, yeah. I've been to Mexico a lot. Mm. I've been um, to Mexico once on a family vacation. I've been to Cozumel a couple of times on a cruise. Mm. I've never done the cruise thing. Do you like it? Oh, I do love it. Really? Yeah. What makes it so good? I mean, you wake up somewhere new every day. But, okay, I know this might be a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I've heard mixed reviews. These cruise ships are gigantic. Yeah. You can't really feel waves. No. But you can. They have stabilizers. I've never gotten seasick. But I do. Like That makes me feel better. Naturally, I do get seasick, though. Like, if I go in a fishing boat, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm seasick. No, I mean, I got introduced to cruising through vacationing with my parents. Mm -hmm. And I like it because, yeah, you wake up somewhere new every day. I mean, everything, it's kind of like an all-inclusive vacation. Um, You meet really cool people. The food is unreal. The entertainment, like, all of these things. Like, And then um, I've actually been on a cruise with one of my besties, Jess, and we had a time. (laughs) Oh, my God. What were some highlights? probably don't remember them to be honest (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a standard jennifer vacation (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was so like we just had a really good time like we really let our hair down and then i've been to mexico backpacking for three weeks Mm. and then i won an all-inclusive trip you won an all-inclusive yeah how um through a place i worked at in tofino they did a draw and like they drew 10 names for an all-inclusive trip for two to mexico so I was the winner of one of those. And then I went with three of my girlfriends 
and one was only able to go for the week and then the other girlfriend we went off for a week of wasn't necessarily backpacking but like we went to Isla Mahara and we stayed on a sailboat there and then we went up to the island of Holbox and so we'd been to Holbox our first backpacking trip there and we went back and yeah I mean I I love Mexico Ugh. yeah okay you just said something that reminded me of something else that was funny that we talked about in Debbie on our way up what our matching haircuts when we were kids <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's Let's paint the picture. Okay. okay. Did you do zigzag parts? Oh, yeah. Okay. Picture this. Zigzag part through the middle of your head or a pin perfect straight line. Yeah. Right? Mine was more like three quart. Like mine wasn't centered. Okay. Mine was because I have a brutal cowlick and I had to do the zigzag to avoid that. Okay. Actually, maybe I did kind of part off to my cowlick. It's a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. There's, I can't do center parts ever in my head. I was thinking center part for you because I have a photo of you from grade seven, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. The spiky hair and the braces, like that's really a look. It was a vibe. No, no you know what the look was? Is the gel slicked hair yeah. down to the sideburns and then the inch long spikes all the way off the back of our heads. What were we thinking? I have no idea. <laughs> We, I love that we were soul sisters and didn't even know We it. were soul sisters. But they, there were other people that had this haircut. Oh, 100%. But we just kind of rocked it. I did it for like, yeah, a solid two years. I kind of went, oh my God, this is embarrassing. I went from the bowl cut to the spike haircut. The growing out of the spikes was the worst though. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, it, yeah, because like, oh God. Yeah, it was not ideal. Then I went into like that winged out style. Yep. Surfer, skater chick, yeah, with, Avril Lavigne with the um, what were they called? Snippy clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god, we grew I, up in an interesting era, didn't we? Oh, we've been talking about that a lot lately. Like growing up in like the '90s millennium, like <laughs> it was something. Some trends. And how interesting is it that people are always like, oh, trends come around and we're already in our lifetime at 33 years old seeing trends coming back. Have you seen something like snippy clips, bell bottoms, plaid, those old knit sweaters? Like our wardrobes are coming back already. They are. Oh, I remember like the jeans. This is hilarious. So the jeans that I used to wear like in high school, I feel like the zipper was probably like one or two inches long. Oh, yeah. Now the higher the jean, the better. Yes. Like the higher the... in. Oh, tuck it in. Like mom jean, (laughs) sign me up. You know, the only thing I absolutely think is just the worst look of mom jeans or these super high rise jeans is when they have the little pocket that is like actually above your physical butt cheeks or like buttocks I guess they're more like on your low back it's just I just can't wrap my head around that being an attractive look for any human being I don't know if I know what you're talking about I can draw a picture okay you know what also Mm -hmm. mod robes why did those ever go away oh I was gonna say why did they ever exist (laughs) I can't like what are they (laughs) okay so the only reason I actually think that those I don't know why they kind of styled off of scrubs I feel like which is like just nurse like, scrubs. Yes. Yeah. With the, with the big pocket and just the comfort of throwing them on like parachute pants, basically. But I was going to say the comfort of having those on because of how loose they were and how soft they were. I mean, I only had two pairs. I think I had a navy pair and these very bright yellow pair. I used to have the highlighter green neon gap sweater. Um, Obviously, I did too. <laughs> with our spiky haircuts. <laughs> of course, I had that sweater. And I still love rocking neon from time to time. 
those gap stores that said like GAP, those were a going trend in our time. Yes, they were. It's so interesting to think about too, like the the trends that we went through. Like I went through like a really like tomboy sporty oh, yeah. phase. Then I went through like everything had to be gap. And then I went through like an American Eagle phase. And I went through like a really preppy polo top blazer oh, yeah. sweater vest. Yep. I'm really happy at where I'm at now. You have a great wardrobe. Mountain chic. That's you. <laughs> we were we were playing in some of these trappers cabins today. Yes. And then we realized that we've kind of upgraded our wardrobe over the years and are still playing like children in rather expensive clothing. Yeah. But you know, here we are. We're adults and we can afford this now. We are. And yeah, but we we work hard. We work hard. Yeah. Yep. We Definitely. work hard. We play hard. I love to play hard. Listen to this fire. Hey, I've got a question. Yes, friend. So say we're sitting here in the middle of nowhere and we look around. Yeah. And there's a bear. Okay. What is the one thing you would grab? My recorder. Then you better grab that recorder, Amanda, (laughs) because we gotta go. Imagine there was actually a bear. Uh, No, I couldn't, actually. Well, I guess we should go down the hill anyway. We can pretend that there's a bear chasing us and we just rip down the hill. What do you think? Well, we can't really rip. I mean, our driver is going to rip and it's going to be a bumpy ride. So hold on. Buckle up. It is going to be fun. But you know what is ready waiting for us down the hill right now? What? Take a guess. It's sweet. Apples. Yes. Baked brie and caramel slices. Are you feeling ready? I am. Okay. Well, friends, we have made it to the end of our fireside chat a la Kimball. Thank you so much for being with us. We hope that you've enjoyed your fireside chat with us and hope that you will take a big stretch and nourish yourselves today. If you had a nice trip, be sure to follow us on your podcast app and jump back in next week. Tell your friends. They'll fit in the van or Debbie. We'll gas up, grab snacks, and continue down the open road next week. Cheers.